Welcome to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. here on 1490 AM WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, I'm Chuck. And Deb, and and welcome welcome to to the Chuck Chuck and Deb Deb Show. Hey, we are so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We have a fantastic show lined up for you, and you're going to want to stick through the entire show and tune in until the very, very end, because you're going to love exactly what we've got planned for you. So the Chuck and Deb Show is about the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and inspiring real-life stories that will help you discover your purpose, find true freedom, and define your destiny. So with the pre-ride safety briefing behind us, it's time for kickstands up and let the good times roll. Let those good times roll. All right, so we've got some sponsors we want to let you know about that really keep us on the air to you. So, Deb, who are those sponsors and what are they all about? What do they have for everybody listening today? So today's sponsors are brought to you by Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy from Colorado Springs, Colorado and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. If you're looking for a cutting edge education and instruction from the industry's leading methodology in both cut and color, then contact them right now to seek enrollment into this highly sought after career. So be sure and visit the ChuckNDebShow.com and the sponsor page to get more information about Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So what exactly is that highly sought after career? That's a career in hairdressing, cosmetology, barbering, and names a lot of different things. Okay, so they've got a really quite a bit offer and they have what they're really well known. I mean, I don't know if people in the area know them, but they're very well known. Tony and Guy's got a big name across the country. A huge name, not only across our country, but across the world because they're very European known. Um, The UK, they're a very big name in the UK. So Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy is an upper end, higher scale salon. So if you're really looking to get into the industry of hairdressing, cosmetology, barbering, this education, but the schools offer an education that's going to start your career where many many people in other areas actually end up so it's phenomenal so apparently being a tony and guy student can actually work really well toward their career if this is something they're interested in. And you know, what gets me, Deb, is we've got these sponsors that are basically from out of town. They're not local here. And they have uh, hairdressing academies in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So that do, you know what that means to me is you don't have to live in those places to go to school there. It's just like going to college. It's actually like, it's actually in essence getting like a college degree in a way. I mean, not really. I mean, not it quite is. a college. Well, it's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a degree. It's a technical education. It's a technical yes. education in a way. So people go away to college. Why wouldn't they go away to learn how to do hairdressing? They would. They could. They, they would and, and, and you know what's really cool about it all? I have been to both of those places. They're beautiful. And they're, they're absolutely, you would want to be, you know, at the base of Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs that you get to see that beautiful view every day. And then in Coeur d'Alene, I know they have a beautiful lake there. Right. And Gorgeous. it's just, you know, be- both of them are beautiful places. And for the most part, and I'm, I got to be honest, for the most part, the people are very nice there. I think Coeur d'Alene, the people are a little bit more nicer than the people in Colorado Springs. <laughs> a little bit more nicer. Is that a good well, word to know. say? But and anyway. of course, that's just me. So that really doesn't mean anything, but that's just my take on it. But anyway, back to that. Yes. 
you know, hey, listen, if you seriously are looking to do something with your career, and we are talking up our sponsors because there are sponsors. And not only that, because they provide a great service, they're a well-known name, and if you're looking to make a name for yourself, then why not go to the best, and that's Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academies. Yes. How did I do? You did fantastic. I, did, I wasn't even trying to do that. I'm just like going from the, you know, shooting from the hip, if you will. You did Is a there great a motorcycle job. expression that I could use? Like just rolling back on the throttle or something. Yeah, maybe off, uh, like kickstarting you know. your career. Well, and you know, high I don't gear. know. I was just sort of going, you know, just going with it because, you know, it's just. Just the way it was flowing. It did, and it flowed perfectly. Well, okay, Maybe. if you say so. I okay. just sort of don't believe you, but I'll tell you what flows perfectly. <laughs> yeah, what's the that? The heat. Oh, gosh. It just rolls but, off your back like something else. <laughs> that's that's not the heat. The sweat rolls off your back like something else. That's probably what you meant to say, right? I did, yeah. But the heat is, is just really, I mean, we are here. And it's, you know, normally, I guess if you guys are in Florida, you know, we haven't got any rain. No, it's been May so extremely is, you know, dry. they always say April showers bring May flowers. But here, in my from my experience, and this is just mine, in Florida, it always seems like it rains in May. In June. In and July. of course in June. But it restarts, <laughs> the rains really begin in May. But we haven't really had any significant rain no. here in Florida so far this year. But we have had heat mm. and it's been up to over 90 degrees is that 90s, right a lot yes. going really 90 degrees so it's really been hot and so that brings up something that we really need to pay close attention to i had to learn the hard way i've gotten some good advice uh from this as far as being properly hydrated no matter what you're doing out there in the sun and you know what do you got to say deb i mean well, you're over there like sticking your finger in my eye <laughs> no because hydration it was it, it kind of crept up on us on a pretty big trip in, in a way that I didn't expect. And so, you know, what I loved is that Kate, um, in her infinite wisdom, gave us a pretty good saying that I'd love to pass on to everyone oh, Kate, else. Kate, who's Kate? Kate is somebody that's a follower Kate's on our Facebook page. Kate's a listener and a, a follower on our oh, Facebook page, yep. So Kate is a great you, friend Kate. that we met in Virginia. And she simply said, don't wait, just hydrate. So I love that okay, little saying. That's great. And, you know, that's the thing. We found ourselves kind of waiting to stop on this trip. Um, to DC and I don't want others to kind of learn the hard way either so it was done don't wait just hydrate, hydrate says Kate yep says Kate. is that a rhyme <laughs> is that a poem I don't know well what I know I'm just you know me so thank you Kate for so, that little catchy phrase that will remind us all though so how did you come to know Kate well Kate was a friend of a friend that we a went friend to friend of a friend well we oh, went okay. we went to Fredericksburg Virginia through the um, acquaintance of business you're having and a hard time spitting this out it's like so it's like you're being very like oh i can't think of the word right now uh, cloak vague. cloak you're like <laughs> cloak and dagger kind of speak or well, something you know we were on a cruise earlier we shared a little bit with our audience and then we met uh, another couple that were motorcyclists they invited us up to the final rolling thunder event this is the 32nd event of rolling thunder and we'll get into a little bit of that for our listeners that maybe didn't have a chance to listen quite yet um and so shannon and kevin invited us to come oh now you're revealing names finding there's no cloak and dagger things like you're trying to hide things well you know that's the way i am i'm kind of stealthy that way (laughs) i don't know i think you're more like just blonde that way okay maybe so that's okay (laughs) i call it what you will but it is who i am i know you will you just call me on the carpet Carpet, so, what's calling the carpet? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, 
so Shannon and Kevin invited us up. We took it, took them up on that offer. Went to Fredericksburg, Virginia. This sure is a long, long story. story to short, tell me how you met Kate. Who is but Kate? Kate? Kate is a next door neighbor that lives across the street from Kevin and Shannon. And so you know the great thing was that they did a couple of really great neighborhood things that I thought were wonderful. And what the important part of that is it was really about bringing community together at a time and an event and a holiday when there was a lot of recognition and a lot of uh, very important. Are you going to cry or something? No. I mean, all of a sudden you're just like, oh, <laughs> real quiet and down. I mean, what's well, that about? Well, I'm bringing everybody back to reality. Well, come on. We don't wanna, who Day wants to be holiday. in reality? But, you know, this community, I, it was impressive because this neighborhood and community, they're, they're really great friends and they party together and they celebrate together and they had a great time. So, Kate, thank you for that saying. That's don't right. Wait, don't wait. Hydrate. hydrate. So, Chuck, don't wait. Hydrate. That's I love it. it. Uh-huh. I love it. Thank you. For, we got we to gotta have more people giving us input like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So if anyone else has a great little catchphrase that you remember to, wait, to hydrate, hydrate. Yep, or do something on your motorcycle. So, you know, there we go. Long story to get around to. The heat is out there. The heat is upon us. So the whole idea here is you got to be out there. You got to be hydrating because you don't. I, I talked to the guy the other day. I was talking about he's, he passed out. He said he, you know, he from dehydration fell over, hit his head on something. It just kind of crept uh, up on him, too. It sounded like from the same thing. You, you, know, spe- know. you know, I want to talk to the guys, especially you guys, you, you know, if you're like me, you think you're some badass dude or something, and you don't need to hydrate. Well, I guess maybe the older I get, the more maybe more I need to hydrate. I don't know, but anyway, it's never occurred to me uh, before. I never had any problems like this before, and but you know, I never thought about the situation. You know, I'm not going to review, go back over what we had to go through in Jacksonville oh, and the goodness. whole ride and how we rode those many hours. And really, I only had a few bottles of water when you think about it. In essence, that's all I really had when I probably needed a whole heck of a lot more, including some electrolytes. Right. And, I, you know, I think if, thinking back to the circumstance, what we could have done differently is hydrated the night before. You know, n- kind that's of true. knowing that's true. We, we didn't know the heat was going to be as extreme as it was. And again, we didn't anticipate that long of a day on the road. And so if we would have been a little bit more prepared the night before and drank thoroughly the day before we probably wouldn't have maybe experienced it quite as extremely as we did uh so that again another good tip for the road when you're out there on these long road trips make sure you hydrate the night before and then be sure and stop often and don't wait just hydrate as kate has shared with so everyone. true so true so and you know it's a good time to take those uh, rides on the beach isn't it beautiful time for but, but, rides but you know because speaking the of the heat you want to do that you know as bikers, we got to, you know, decide now when we're going to ride because you're not going to necessarily get out there at two and three of the afternoon. If you do more power to you, I mean, hopefully you're not starting then. I mean, riding around a little bit is okay. But as far as getting out there, the best times to ride, in my humble opinion, would be like <laughs> the first thing in the morning, maybe late in the evening. And just think about it. I mean, you know, around six o'clock, you have still have a couple hours of riding time. And you could get a good ride in late in the evening. It'd be a little bit hot starting off, but you'd be cooling off coming home, and it would be real nice. So just be real safe out there. Uh, understand that the heat is serious, as a serious element, and maybe pick the times where you you, you want to go riding. And, uh, you know, get out there on one of those beach rides. You know, I like the beach rides. I you love know? the beach rides. One of my rides. favorite beach rides. Or, yeah, tell And everybody. it is. It's going over the Skyway. Okay. 
Then going to Treasure Island. Okay. And then to my fav- one of my favorite places, Ricky T's for breakfast. That's a great ride. It's along the beach. It's along the coastline. Yeah. Beautiful and a fabulous breakfast at Ricky T's. So we'll give them a big shout out. One yeah. of our favorite little spots it, to stop. Yep. And then we'll ride north or do whatever we got to do up there. And it's just a great spot. We'll go over even go over to the American Legion up there. That's a great Beautiful stop American too, Legion American up there. Legion I love it up there. They have a night, the nice nice post nice, up there it's great right on the water oh it's right there you can't really beat that fabulous. if you haven't been up there if you're an american legion member you want to go up there and uh, check that out if not if you have a friend that's an american legion member you can tag along with yeah, them and say hey let's go check it out what's together. going on because you it really is nice it's being it's right on the spot. water and it's usually packed and they have a lot of live music very yes. good entertainment that's there the bartenders are really good i wouldn't know anything about the bar no, no the bartenders no are really good and riding, the, no so. the bartenders are really good they're they're very experienced uh, they've been around for a while yeah probably if we go back up there today it's probably the same, same bartenders, bartenders yeah so, so that means something's going on right up there again kind of a nice place to sit back kick back take a look um, enjoy the the water you know kind of our area and uh, have a great ride up and back and then the other great ride uh, for beach ride where we're talking about riding is Anna Maria Island right yes. and then we take that over to Longboat Key yes and, and down to St. Armand Circle St. Armand kind Circus. of wrap around and come and right back we'll up take the same a, you know, beach ride maybe back. go up to what's that Lido Beach maybe go out to Lido Beach and then turn the bikes around and then go back the other way and then stop off at the Salty Old Salty Dog, Old Salty Dog which by the spot. way uh, the West Coast Florida riders are having a what is it uh, Babes and Bikes I can't remember what it is Babes and Br- Bikers Brunch with the Babes Brunch with the Babes Woo! And on that's June fifteenth. So, so we're going to try area. to make that. That would be cool, especially if we, you know, get a, that ride in because I really, really, really enjoy, enjoy that, that ride. Because we go all the way down there and then we turn around and we'll stop there to get something to eat, yep. and then we'll head back up and do the beach ride on the way back. And it's just a great ride. That's what you got to love about here being here in Florida. You know, you have all this that you're able to experience, and the traffic's not very bad this time of the year, especially if you get out first thing Early. in the morning. Right. Once you, you get know. to the beach, you're kind of in a good place. So you got to get yep. out there early and enjoy I mean, that we, we've been out there where some of the traffic on Anna Maria Island has been backed up and I've just have to I just had to ride over the top of most of the vehicles yeah to get, <laughs> right you know, over I, the top yeah I pop the wheelie and there's you know you know yep. blow one over the other evil pop, Knievel right over them well pretty much I, I mean, think so you gave him a run for his money I think you, yeah if you yeah. believe that I'll keep on going <laughs> we got some swampland even though we found in, out that swampland, <laughs> no, even though we found out that swampland, you could actually build on it because apparently Puerto Rico, most of it was built Swamps. on swampland. Yeah. So if you got swampland, it's not all that bad. Goodness You know gracious. how to build on it. <laughs> Interesting stories. Where I don't know, the where, I don't know where are you going. I don't know, but Why, that was how a really did you cool, get there? I'm not so sure, but the one thing I want to share. You're not with so you, sure. <laughs> you you take me all over the place. I want to take I, you all over the place. I know believe you me. do. I love it about you. You get me all <laughs> oh, off you track and on focus. All right. Back on track, Chuck. Back on, Back on track, track, Chuck. Okay. Yeah, so That's difficult. Just a lesson learned about that island ride. You're talking about that traffic coming back. I actually had someone in my class that had been a rider for a long time. He's got a long story behind it. But he ran into that traffic out on the island and decided to do something that us as motorcyclists are not supposed to do, which is, is ride up the sidewalk because his motorcycle was overheating. Oh, boy. And, of course, he saw the nice red and blue lights flashing behind him decided to do what was right and pull over knew the police officer that pulled him over and they kind of had a good conversation but he just basically told him it was against the law and he shouldn't be doing that and even though his motorcycle is going to heat just pull over chillax 
chillax a little bit, which is one of my favorite words. Just chillax, let the traffic now, go, and move on when that, it's time. And that, in my opinion, is a bunch of BS. Well, I'm not going to pull over and chillax when I'm in traffic. I know. You're going to stress out and holler and no, find no, any way around I mean, it. You know, I was just about ready to ask you, what should we have done? But you're just going to tell me to pull over chillax. and chillax. Who's going to pull over and chillax in the heat well, while your bike's overheating? It sure the hell ain't going to be me. Find a palm tree to sh- sit under or something. I don't know. I'm sorry, I just don't have the patience for that kind of thing. I know. It's just not going to happen. Okay, so... I mean, there's got to be another solution. you got to ride over the top of the cars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's it. That's the only option. No, there is no option. Okay, so there is no option. So sometimes it's going to happen. We're going to get caught in it. So maybe the option is somebody who's able to do that sits under a palm tree. I will do that, maybe. Or not. Anyway, maybe yeah. this is some some <laughs> dilemma we can't solve on this show right now. Everyone will have because a different I'm, way of doing things. Because I know, I mean, after what we went through in Jacksonville, I'm going to find another way. Absolutely. I know that too. And that's so the first thing that pops in my mind. Okay, is there a side street he could have taken? Route. Maybe he could have got on the sidewalk real quick and then taken a, a right and went to the left and went to the back road up the other way. Could have been, but didn't think about it. And you know what? That's probably what we would do. You know, do I often think, around. you know, we, we need special consideration, us as bikers. You know, I did think that on the highway while I was riding. We need to have special consideration. I mean, we are outside, and we are with uh, outside the elements. We don't have the the protection of an automobile covering us from the elements. So, should motorcyclist, 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 <laughs> yeah, have? Out, I was playing around. I know. Should should we have special consideration? especially in special situations. So instead of like an HOV lane, an MC lane? Possibly. Hey, or, I like that. Possibly. Or could, you know, when you have incidents that happened in Jacksonville when things are backed up and, you know, because that I don't remember if I told that story or not about the crotch rockets. Yeah. I don't think I did. Okay. All right. We're going to tell that story when we get back. We're going to go take a break and get right to our sponsor. If you're looking to either sell or buy a home in the Bradenton North River area, contact Deb Bell to help make your dreams come true at Reynolds Realty. Call Deb Bell, 941-713-5035. That's 941-713-5035 or online at parishfl.com. For all of your real estate needs, call Deb Bell. I'm Chuck and Deb, and welcome, welcome back. back to the Chuck and Deb show. Hey, listen, I want to I want to go where I just left off. Okay. About the crotch rockets. Yeah. Okay. Sport bikes. In Jacksonville, That's I'm not sure. Technically correct. Okay. Well. Sport bikes. You call them what you want. I'll call them what I want. All okay. right. Okay. Right. Fine. Crotch so rockets. So anyway, we're in Jacksonville. Well, I'm not gonna tell the whole story. We're backed up in traffic. I've been in traffic all day. I'm dripping wet, sweat. I'm hot. I'm about ready to pass out. These crotch rockets. Hmm. And their infinite wisdom, sport bikes. There you go. Thank you. Decided they wanted to split the lane. So yes. everybody's parked. And I, it's not, I'm not sure if it's really technically splitting the lane, but they're going down the middle of the That's lane. That's a split. Okay. So, But it, nobody's driving. So is it really a split? It is because we still have lanes. Okay. Anyway, so they're going down the middle of the <laughs> lane. And there happens to be a Harley guy. He's back to my right about a couple of car lengths. And I'm sitting there and I tell Deb, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And actually, I think I did tell the story. And I said, I'm going to go and I'm going to go. And I just didn't go. And I didn't go. And the reason I didn't go is I didn't want to give Harley Riders a bad name. That was my rationale. But I was so hot and so wanted 
to really just get out of that traffic, and that's what brings us back. That's why they should have made some kind of special, you know, I want to be treated special. MC Lane. <laughs> so so then what we heard was, coming through that middle lane, splitting the lane. Guess what? We just couldn't do it. No, we didn't do it. Anyway, didn't do it. I do remember now sharing that story. So for those of you who heard it again, I hope it was the same. <laughs> it was an abbreviated version. Yeah, and just it was real great. Quick. Yeah. Thanks. So anyway, so all right, let's let's go ahead and move on here, and uh, let's get into some content that that you want people to know about, Deb. Well, you know, as I was doing some research, we've been really digging, trying to find the final numbers of Rolling Thunder, so yep. that we could share that with everyone, because it was something that was really an important aspect of this last event. This was the thirty-second annual ride right. for Rolling Thunder. And it was, it's an, uh, supposed to be an amazing event, which it was, and I will certainly give it that. Well, you said that it's going to be the last one. I think there's some uh, controversy about that, uh-huh. isn't there? Oh, there is. So let's let's dive into that a little bit. The I mean, one- not that we know a whole lot of about it, but we've seen some things that make us wonder really what's going on what and the what the truth is. I mean, but it seems sort of evident that the guy that's in charge of the Rolling Thunder... Yep, which is the New Jersey National Chapter, and that's Artie Muller, is the one that's been very outspoken about the event. And he very clearly and very adamantly continues to say this was the last National Rolling Thunder event. And why? Because they're going to try to do regional events, right? Yes. So there are 90 chapters of the Rolling Thunder organization. And so the national chapter's philosophy is that it needs to go back to kind of a more local. um, Oh, gosh, I just lost the word blonde. Call me blonde, please. Local support. Um, Local supporting event. It's, you know, it's not really an event, but it's a demonstration. And so, you know, their belief is that it really needs to go back to a more local demonstration on Memorial Day moving forward in 2020. And the demonstration being what? So that we don't forget the MIAs and POWs? Absolutely right. So it's acknowledging that that still exists today and that they're not forgotten and not left behind because those family members really need some closure. Can you blame them? And no, not at all. And, you know, kind of thinking that if we were in that same situation, I would want some demonstration to acknowledge that that exists. And that's been for every war there have been correct people left behind yes and that's what this is really about when it comes down to it about rolling thunder because they want to keep this in the forefront and not forget our brothers and sisters that have been left behind that paid the ultimate price and so for me personally i'm just going to speak to my own personal opinion is i believe that on washington dc where all of those monuments reside that's really where the remembrance is most critical. Well, I think that's the big controversy right now. I think um, I, some of the things that we read, some people were saying, hey, let's do the regional. There's nothing wrong with the regional, but let's at least once a year come together in D.C. and let everybody know and just, just come together as one. And it's sort of like a convention if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like all the individual chapters we all have the individual chapters, but yet we all unite. the chapters have a convention at the end of the year, uh, like the Hog chapter. The Hog chapters has, you know, all these chapters across the United States, across the around the world, in fact, and then they have these conventions. 
Once a year, we always have a hog chapter convention. I don't know if that's what it's called, hog 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 rally. Hog officer training. No, it's so a hog rally. And, and it's a hog are, hog rally. And those are more geographical by region as too. So you know the the thing of that is is you know and maybe that's where they're getting the philosophy from on a local level is that it's really much more manageable and much more cost effective on a local level than it is on a national level. Well, that's so, what they're citing is that the whole idea was is that it was costing too much for security and other issues. And according to uh, Artie or Mr. Mueller, or however you pronounce his name, that the Pentagon wasn't being very helpful. So now, some now, statistics. Now, now I'm going to say something. Hold on. You can spout your statistics. Okay. But what I'm going to say is that when we were at the Pentagon, yes, the ride up there the, I did not, and I probably said this on the last one too, and I apologize. The ride up there, the law enforcement didn't seem really enthused to have us there. Correct. But the Pentagon people, they, they were the most helpful. So I see a contradiction in what is being told from the upper echelons of Rolling Thunder and what I see on the ground. Now, I understand that there's a difference between those who are working on the ground and those in upper management or in the command Correct. of the Pentagon. Complete so I get that. Yeah. But what I want to be heard is, is those on the ground that worked at the Pentagon did not have attitudes that I saw. From what we saw. And, and you know, in all fairness, we didn't really go through the normal process either of parking in those Pentagon parking lots. So, you know, statistically I heard and saw that it cost $200,000 to park us in the Pentagon parking lots for that one event alone. Well, do you know that by you researching that, that somebody's going to tell you that that's all they paid was $200,000? Some people are saying, oh, that wasn't enough. You guys were given a disccount. You're really not paying the exactly what you're supposed Yeah. Did you know that? No, but I can that's see what the people that. Are that's saying that's out a there. controversial but side But I'm not going to go it. into what we went into last time. It seems like we're... You know, we're, we're recapping some things because this is where I'm going to say, hey, the the economic in, improvements, the the what they got from people being in D.C., from all the money influx made a huge difference. And I think when it comes down to it, the but bottom line is, is that the sacrifice that was paid by the POWs and MIAs that are being acknowledged on that day is a price that can never be repaid. It doesn't matter how much it costs. So the controversy, kind of getting back to that original controversy, is there is a, the Washington, D.C. Rolling Thunder group doesn't believe that it needs to go back to the local I'm chapters. not sure you can say that. So they don't I'm not sure that you can say that because okay. you haven't seen any. You might have seen somebody say certain things, but you haven't seen her, heard them say that. What they did is they distanced themselves from, from the, the New Nash York, New the Jersey. Jersey chapter, yep, the national chapter. Okay. They distanced themselves by saying, I don't have it right here, by saying that what is being said, they do not. They do not agree with. That's, that's basically, that's it. it's, it's not the same, and I don't have it down here. <laughs> but they're not, they're not on the same page. And so the difficulty is, is that, you know, these are two different sectors kind of supposing to come together on this one particular event and it just didn't happen and so i can understand from our perspective as the outside that's maybe just wanting to support the cause and it's just it's confusing and does create a lot of controversy and so we n we're not sure where to go but i am sure that all of us that are loyal to this cause of rolling thunder we will be following this for the year to come and we will make sure that if there is a representation that needs to take place that we will all be present next year for memorial Absolutely. day i think it might even be bigger than this year 
which would be fantastic. And going back to what they said is they basically said that the comments do not reflect the purpose, intention, or political affiliation of the Rolling Thunder of Washington, D.C., which is the founding organization of Rolling Thunder. Run. And that's what they said, Rolling Thunder Run. Yep. So, you know, there you have it. There is some controversy. There's something going on there. There's a lot missing that maybe all of us aren't aware of. You know, who knows? Maybe there's a personality clash. Could be. With the Pentagon and who they're working with. Uh, it could be that. It could be, you know, maybe maybe these guys are getting older. Yep. And maybe there's just a leadership challenge and, between the chapters and national you know, I hate to that. say it, guys. Are, are you guys, you know, I'm, hey, I'm going to go out there. Are you guys getting older and, you, <laughs> and you're just afraid to... I don't want to say afraid. Uh, let me strike that. Are you getting older and you just don't re- want to relinquish what you have and allow somebody to step up to take care of it? I don't know what it is. I wish we knew. That's right. why I'm sitting That's here speculating. I don't want to condemn or, or be down on anyone. And I, I, I apologize if I offend anyone by, by saying, you know, are you getting older? But but it does it, it does make me wonder, you know, have you maybe been – uh, you maybe you are the founder, and maybe there's founder disputes, and you don't feel like you should get out of the way. Uh, maybe it's time. I don't know. I'm not saying. Right. I'm we, not saying. We're not way. sure about what it is. We but, just know there's controversy. But see going that. On. But see what what is being reflected in me, and what I'm saying is is what a lot of us are feeling out there right now. Because you can go out to the Facebook and you can read the comments, and people want to know what's going on. Right. People, as you said, Deb, believe in this cause. Yes. They want to support this cause, and it's a great cause. It's something that none of us should ever forget about. I mean, prisoners of wars and and missing in action, you know, that is something that these people, you know, they sacrificed for us. They and some of them maybe still be alive. I'm sorry, I don't know the facts, but some of the prisoners of war, we can pr- prisoners of war right now. Correct. Okay, and so, you know, we we gotta keep these people in our thoughts and our prayers and our memories. And one of the ways is doing that is through this ride. So I don't know. Maybe we've beaten this up pretty good. I don't, yeah, and probably uh, I'm probably so, going to get I a just... lot of hate, hate mail and all sorts <laughs> of other stuff. But listen, the whole thing here is what we'd like to hear, and I think what a lot of people would like to hear is a clear message. And maybe, maybe just maybe, we just haven't found what that clear message is. Yet. And maybe we, we've seen the clear message and we aren't hearing it. Could be. So okay, stay m- tuned. M- maybe we don't want to hear what Mr. Mueller. Our, our, what's his name? Artie, Mur- yeah, Artie, Artie Muller, Muller yeah. is saying maybe maybe it's just us who don't want to take that as the answer. Maybe. So it could be a number of things, uh, but I just think maybe there needs to be, uh, the organization needs to come together as a whole. Yes, I agree with that. And decide what's going on. I mean, the, the organization that we're uh, talking about here is Rolling Thunder, Rolling Thunder Washington, D.C. And so that is just a chapter. Correct. From what underneath I understand. The Rolling the Thunder National, National Chapter, chap- North, National Organization. So they can spout whatever they want to think, but it's not showing unity, and that's what sort of that's of a challenging bummer. as someone on the outside, right? Okay. So stay tuned, and I'm sure that we'll have more answers as we go. Rider Coach Deb here with your tip of the day. I am Deb, your certified Harley Davidson Rider Coach, with tip the tip of the day. So before you start your rider's course, a couple of things that I think are important for you to think about. The night before you begin your course and your actual range exercises, there are a couple of things that you want to make sure you think about 
and things that you don't think about because what you think about prior to going to sleep is going to make or break the rest of your day. So here's a couple of things to think about right before going to sleep that are going to make sure you succeed on your course. So first of all, you want to go to sleep with a attitude of gratitude. So think about the good attributes, the things that you are skilled at, and the reason that is driving you to take your writer's course. And secondly, the most important aspect is, is that you want to envision yourself with success on that course. Things that you want to make sure you don't consider that night before, because guess what happens when you go to sleep? That subconscious mind continues to work. And when you wake up, that comes to fruition. So a couple of things you want to make sure and warn yourself about the night before is be sure and don't think about if you have a worry of the class and or course, don't let that worry be part of your mindset prior to going to sleep. And don't dwell on any bad experiences. If you have been in an accident or know someone that's been in an accident, don't even give it a second thought. Their experience does not equal yours. So if you continue to envision your success and how you're going to master this course, chances are you're going to be successful. So that's Coach Deb with your tip of the day. Hey, I like that, Deb. That's uh, something new that we're going to try to implement here so that we can give you tips on better writing experiences. And uh, as Deb mentioned, she is a certified writing coach for Harley Davidson. Did I get that right? You did. Yes. Okay. You know, I want to just talk a little bit about that because I agree with it. And guess what? We raised our girls and what did we raise them to think? What you think about? You bring about. And what you speak about? You bring about. So, and there are certain words that were not permitted in our household. That's right. We didn't have certain words. Yep. What was the biggest word that was not allowed in this house? Can't. Or our house? Can't. Which that's that right. was never allowed in we're the vocabulary. We're not allowed to say I can't. can't. All right. And we don't want you to use that word can't either. So you can ride if you have a hint of thinking or, or dreaming of riding a motorcycle maybe once. Maybe more than that if you get it on at once, I guarantee you. But if you have a dream, a desire to do that, don't say I can't. Say I can. And so that what's t- that's what takes me back. I really appreciate what you had to say. But I, there's something, as you were talking about that, that stood out to me. Whenever someone says don't, what happens, Deb? You do the don't. You do the don't. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. I'm glad you actually got that. We, we didn't really talk about that or anything, but I'm so glad you, you're really on top of that. I don't like the don'ts. Be- I know. But, but I understood the don'ts, and you did really good because you followed it up with this what is what you want to do. do. Yeah. So we as human beings have a tendency, we focus more on the don'ts. Because the don'ts are what? They're the fears. Just think about when you're growing up. Your parents told you when you're little bitty infants crawling around, don't do this, don't do that, don't, 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 don't. All right? So uh, at least that happened to me. I don't know if it happened to you. (laughs) I think it happened to me too, so you're not anything weird. So the whole idea is basically just to focus on what you want to accomplish and what it is that you want to accomplish in what you just went over, Deb, was you want to accomplish passing the course with flying stars or with rolling wheels or flaming I don't know yeah, I can't I'm not really exhaust. good I've got to learn how to be, be I've got to get be I've got to learn how to be more articulate okay 
So maybe somebody can help me. Well, maybe I we we recently ran across some online stuff for this pretty articulate motorcyclist. Um, what made her slightly different though than what we do is she's a sports bike person. Yeah, she is. It, oh, she's she's a crotch rocket. You she's mean she's a crotch rocket. She's a Ducati girl all the I, way. I never thought of a Ducati as a crotch rocket, but you know, I guess they always have been. I. Yeah, when you're leaning over the tank and your feet are kind of to the rear of you, that seems like kind of a... She did look good on it. Did she? I thought so. You didn't think so? Well, not my Not only the bike, but the the, the bike bike looked nice. The bike was beautiful. She did a great job on the motorcycle, but (laughs) anyway. (laughs) I mean, she handled it very well. I I would agree. Yep, she loves to ride. So that's what it's all about. It's about, you know, and that's who she, you know, who who she is. Right. Getting up on two wheels and getting on the road and and, and being who you are on your motorcycle. She made a lot of comments that actually really resonated with with me big time. So who we're talking about today is Moto Lady and Moto Lady is Alicia Elfing. And um, what her thoughts and processes were is she wanted to replace the bad reputation of the sport of motorcycling and hobby. Um, and it's racked up over the years to be something that's very positive in her life. And so she actually was a phenomenal inspiration to me because what she did, she worked for a dealership and the dealer, she tells this story in one of her videos, but the dealer brought in this beat up kind of run down Ducati and said, Hey, do you want this? And she spent the next three years, bolt by bolt, screw by screw, replacing every piece of that Ducati. And if you get a chance to go out and look for the Moto Lady, she did an amazing job. It is a phenomenally beautiful motorcycle, even though it's not the kind of motorcycle that I ride personally, but um, it's absolutely a phenomenal motorcycle. And she truly has a passion for riding and motorcycling. So, you know, check as we kind of listened to her and learned a little bit more about her story, um, there was one thing she talked about. She actually, there was an author called Hunter S. Thompson. And as she would do, was doing some research on him, she ran across this article from him called The Song of the Sausage Creature. And uh, I had to listen to that article auditorially earlier today just because the name of it is just intriguing to me. Who in the world names an article, The Song of the Sausage Creature? Um, But it was pretty fascinating. He's a cafe racer, the gentleman that did that. And uh, what I thought was fascinating about it is he was actually contacted by Cycle World and they called him to ride test the most up-to-date version back in 2012, the Road King edition. And so he chose, he actually said no to test riding the Road King, the Harley-Davidson Road King, because he was standing true in his true character of being a sport bike person and didn't want to jump on that Harley-Davidson and do a test ride. So uh, there was one Art, one tattoo that she had that I thought was pretty amazing, and I think you resonated. You could probably talk more about this, Chuck. I don't know that I could really talk about it because that takes a memory. Well, you know, the tattoo the, says. Well, well, I guess I, you know, I know where you're going with it. What it had to do with was speed. Yes. And when she started to talk about it, I was just like, she gets it. She, she's, <laughs> she's, she's nailed it here because it's exactly how I feel. All right. We know we're all not supposed to speed on the, the road and that kind of thing. But there is a time that every once in a while you just feel like you've got to get that in you. And you got to be safe about it. Um, and I just love 
the feeling of the horsepower and the feeling of speed. And so what is it? I know that you've, you've got it here, Deb, but you know, when she said it, it really resonated. I'm like, that is so right on. And I think uh, that most of the writers that are listening right now are going to agree with it. Probably agree with that. So this article, this actually was a, a quote that came from Hunter S. Thompson from his article in the smoking tire, 2012, um, called from the song of the sausage creature and the phrase goes like this faster faster until the thrill of speed overcomes the fear of death anybody that rides i think can uh, that can resonate with you and uh, deb i want you to read it one more time and a little bit slower it goes faster faster until the thrill of speed overcomes the fear of death and, you know, uh, for me, it's just like, you're. It, here's what it's about, guys. Think about this a second. It's about being in the moment. It's about being in the moment. That's really what it comes down to. It's about experiencing the experience and being in the moment. And you have no fear of death. And it's not that a lot of us go out there and we fear death and we're thinking about that or even thinking about it. And most of the time we're right, we're not thinking about it. But we know that's a possibility every time we get on the bike, but we don't think about that. But, you know, there is that if you've never done it before and you get that fear spot, it's that breaking. It's sort of like, I don't know, maybe it's sort of like when you uh, break the... Uh, the zone, what's it called? The the when the, the sound barrier. The sound barrier. Yeah. Maybe it's like when you just break that sound barrier and you just gotta go burst right through it and it takes you through and then boom, you're through it. It's like it's like just breaking through, I guess you might say. Yeah, you kinda go to another level. Yeah. And um, you know, as we talked about that, because she has it tattooed on her forearm, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and so you know, you had mentioned to me, Deb, you probably just can't understand what that's all about. And, uh, you know, when I thought about that, I probably can't understand what it means to you because faster, faster to you is very different than a faster, faster is to me. But I know that I feel that same breakthrough and aha and freedom that I feel in my own place when I hit that threshold for myself. Yeah, everybody has, uh, each and every one of us have their own threshold, obviously. And uh, I think it's just a matter of getting through that and experience and, and ride your ride. You know, you don't have to go out there and do this. You don't have to do anything. Uh, but there was a lot that, um, and we, we didn't tell about how, you know, we were just, I was just searching around and I actually introduced her to Deb. I said, hey, check out this. Let's check here. She's got fabulous. She's got like, well, I don't know what she got, almost 400,000 followers on Facebook. Yeah, she's and amazing. She, she's done all sorts of different, uh, you just name it. She's done it. She's been in every magazine on all these commercials. She's got videos and she is an entrepreneur and she works for herself and uh, she's doing is she's doing what she loves. She's passionate about motorcycling and she's passionate about photography of motorcycling. Yeah. So that's, you know, phenomenal. Really, and the photography she has is absolutely beautiful yeah. photos. I mean, so you got to hand it to her. She just really knows how to do this and she is very articulate. Yep, she certainly is. And, you know, as I listened to her again today on a couple of different things and learned more about her. She talked about once she puts that helmet on and the quiet of the helmet. Now, of course, on a sport bike, you can just envision she probably has to wear a full face helmet, which she does. And we'll talk more about helmets at another time. But even for us, when we put our helmet on and we hear the, for me, I'm just going to speak for me, that I hear the rumble of that engine 
and I put some familiar tunes maybe in my ears, you know, that backdrop gets me into a completely different mindset, a completely different place than anywhere else that the day may have brought. And so, you know, the, the importance of that is knowing when it's time to get on and do a ride, when it's time to kind of get centered and focused and find your place again, find your center. Um, and that's really as, as crazy as it is, the rumble of the loud pipes and, you know, music in your ears and all that stuff. But it's, it's interesting how that really can take you from a place of stress and strife of all of the day's lives. And all of a sudden you're in a place where you're right where you need to be feeling all the right things that you need to feel. It's very meditative, if that's a word. Is that right? Is that the right word? It's like meditation. It's like, it is, you yes. know, we're not out there with our eyes closed and our uh, legs crossed. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> but we are in, uh, it's a transition. It's, uh, you can actually get on that bike and you transition from what's going on in the world today. And you're actually at, able to go out there and sort of get lost, if you will, in your mind. Not that you're, it, you know, if you have an experienced riding, for those of you that do ride, we know you get it. For those of you, and I always like to talk to those who who, who don't haven't ridden, because you're the people we want to touch. If you have any hint of riding, you've got to give this a try. If you enjoyed riding a bicycle when you were a child, you're probably going to like riding this. You know, riding a motorcycle, motorcycle is like nothing else. You, and it's so difficult to kind of relay what it's like to someone that hasn't experienced it yet. So come on out and experience it with us. But isn't that why they have wind therapy? Yes. Same thing. And and, I know that actually brings up that show that we watched the other day. Do we have the name of it? Because if not, we're going to skip right past it and we'll have to come back to it when we get the name. It was Sergeant Will. Will. Oh, Oh, we're going to have to come back to it. We'll have to come back to it. But it was a great show. It was about a veteran who was homeless on the road. He actually ended up stealing a motorcycle and you, you got to watch the show and we'll get the name maybe on the break when we go. Yeah. But that's, uh, was a really, really, really powerful show. So, you know, the, the other thing that I think that we both have a common thread and one thing that I really liked about her, um, and her program and what was really motivating her is that she talks about a stigma in the motorcycling world. And that's really what, you know, the Chuck and Deb show is all about is there's this, um, mindset that motorcyclists, you know, people on the outside look at motorcyclists in one particular way. And um, she wants, and one thing that she shared, I thought that was really critical is that, you know, we're always focused on the end, like the accident. Oh, this, this was really, this was really an aha moment. So, you know, so many times in life, we're focused on what's coming at the end. Oh, there might be an accident or we might not make it at the end of the day. And so what her, her talk about was when she was describing it is it's all about we focusing on the journey. And, you know, as you related to earlier, Chuck, is there something that, you know, we all probably can probably relate to, which is, you know, focusing on that dash. It's not. Yeah, I didn't really want to quite go there. I think if I heard you correctly, you explained that she was talking about how there's a misconception with a lot of people and what they think of is is they think of, you know, what they think of as the bad thing about a motorcycle is that you get on it and that's the end. And what she was talking about it, it's not the end. Hmm. It's the journey in between. And I thought that was so profound. Yes. It just made a huge, huge, I just loved it. That's why I love this lady. She's fantastic. Hopefully one day we can get her on the show, interview her, and maybe we'll meet her in person, maybe even get to ride with her, which would be fantastic. That'd be cool. I think my Dinah could take on her Ducati. <laughs> 
I'd like to see that. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course, because I don't think that's going to happen because they are made for speed. That's for sure. So my, Alicia, my, my Alfing, thumper's made thump, for speed. Thumper would definitely <laughs> give quite her a run for the speed, money. And the leans are a little different anyway, between the sports. I don't want to get off hand because this is really important of what she said. It really is about the journey. And if you can get past, if again, let's go back to those that might be thinking about writing. If you can get past your fear for just a moment and think about what you'll gain in between the experience of writing and what you can take away from it, that's going to be the payoff. And so, Deb, you were bringing up, as I mentioned, this is sort of like the dash. You know, there's a local guy here. I can't remember his name. He's an attorney in one of the commercials he does. You know, you got this, the dash. And what is the dash? The dash is from the, the day you were born. Then they put a dash to the day that you die. So what's the important part is the dash and how you live the dash. The day so to day. we're in the dash. Yep. Definitely. So, you know, and I think that's so important. So when I get on my motorcycle, it's about that particular ride at that moment. And I think that that's what's critical that we all really remember at the end of the day. It's who am I impacting? What experience am I able to pass on to others? Which is a big part of what the Chuck and Deb show is all about is sharing that journey with everyone else that one, maybe you want to learn how to ride. That's what we're here for. Let us know. We'll be happy to help in any way that we can. Secondly, if you are an existing rider, you know, maybe there are things that just the road has made you forget or we, you know, you need to be reminded from time to time about really the way the journey is meant to be for you and where you're going and how you want to get there and how it's going to all come together. So again, if there's anything we can do, please reach out to the Chuck and Deb show, comment, let us know. That's what we're here for. If you're looking to either sell or buy a home in the Bradenton North River area, contact Deb Bell to help make your dreams come true at Reynolds Realty. Call Deb Bell, 941-713-5035. That's 941-713-5035 or online at parishfl.com. For all of your real estate needs, call Deb Bell. All right, welcome back. Hey, as I mentioned earlier, I, I got the name of the movie that we we're watching, and it was Sergeant Will Gardner, and I actually watched it on Netflix. And if you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to see it now. I'm going to ruin it. Am I going to ruin the end for you? Don't. Well. You just got to watch the movie. It you, was a very good movie. It was a very enlightening movie, and it will make you think twice about some things. And this guy in the movie, he portrayed, uh, I believe it was an Iraqi vet. Yes, definitely a military vet for sure. And uh, he became homeless, as I mentioned earlier. And he get started getting in, into it with a boss that wasn't paying him right. So he ended up taking the boss's motorcycle and he he headed out and he got some wind therapy. And it was, it to me, to me, this is how I perceived it. To me, it was the motorcycle that tr that changed his per hmm. perspective. And I'm sorry, I'm not spitting that out better. No, but I agree the motorcycle with that. changed his per perspective. The ride, the ride, and that wind yeah. therapy totally changed. And it was an evolution. It wasn't an overnight situation. Right. It was a process that he went through by being on it and experiencing some of the journey. I mean, you when you're doing this, when you're watching this movie, you, as a biker, you're gonna feel what he feels mm -hmm. and it's not like the whole show is him riding around on the motorcycle but you're going to get the gist of that and then you're going to be enlightened about something 
So, um, you know, Netflix is not paying us, but they should send us a check. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you should uh, go ahead and check out this movie. The movie is Sergeant, Sergeant Will, Will Gardner. Gardner. And uh, let us know what you think about it. If you hadn't heard of it before, if you haven't watched it on Netflix, or even if you have, we'd like to know what you thought about the movie. So go out to our Facebook page at Chuck In. Debshow.com. Deb no, that's the website, Deb. Sorry. So Facebook is Chuck in Deb. Deb if you're show. searching at the top of the page with the little uh, search bar is Chuck in the letter N, Deb Show. All right. So I've got to talk about Roku. Does anybody out there have a Roku? All right. Anybody listen to have a Roku? I'm sure a lot of you have a Roku. All right. We've got a Roku and we've got something in store for you about a Roku coming soon. We're working on some things involving the Roku. In the meantime, today, I was playing around with the Roku, and I had no idea what all is on that Roku. I mean, did you know that you could actually add private channels to Roku? I, I had no idea. As we were flipping through looking for different things, it was just, I'm like, to how we had no clue that all of this existed on the Roku. It was crazy. There's a lot of information out there that you wouldn't believe that people have put together. Again, are we getting paid from Roku? No, but I'll put the affiliate link up on the page. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know, the only reason I'm talking about Roku is because we were talking a little bit about Netflix, and then I'm thinking about the Roku experience we had today where we saw all those different channels there that were out there. This has nothing to do with motorcycles, but who knows? I might be able to find some kind of motorcycle. Some new motorcycle movie. But you might be able to find it real soon, too. Yes, definitely. So be sure and look into your Roku because, and, and if you find really cool a movie that may be of interest, please, again, share it with us. We uh, stumble upon things and definitely want to share with you, so be sure and share it back with us. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there that we're interested in, we want to share with you, and we can take it right back because this, just because it's named The Chuck and Deb Show doesn't mean this show is not about you. As a matter of fact, this show is about you. All about you. It's just that we're the guys putting the show on. I'm Chuck. And uh, and we're just putting the show on. We're just putting the show you, on But it's you. about you guys. We just want to bring you good content. We want to bring you good information that will help you make wise decisions and hopefully make you laugh a little bit. <laughs> so we're going to kind of That was easy. See how easy was. I can make her laugh? Always oh, I didn't even laugh. I didn't even poke a button or anything. Yeah, well, you'll do many of that. Much of much of that later. Well, you, I don't people know. might get the wrong idea, Deb. They might, but that's another episode to come too. So one important aspect to consider when you're writing is making sure that when you're writing, you're in a good mood. It's so important that when you're um, deciding and thinking about getting on that motorcycle, that you're in your best mental mindset possible because all the distractions that can happen, all of the things that can kind of come to you on that motorcycle, we need to be on our game as we're riding and things that can impact that which are important to always consider is distractions is one big aspect. Whether you're fatigued for the day is another great thing to think about. If you've had an emotional situation, it is not the time to get on that motorcycle and consider going for a ride. You want to make sure that you're, again, at your optimum performance level. Um, and so just those are a couple of things that kind of came to mind if, as I'm thinking about a ride and where I might want to go and things I might want to do is that I need to make sure that I'm aware and I'm alert and I am ready for whatever comes my way as a rider and I have got my game on because they may not see you, but we need to make sure as a rider that we're doing everything we can to make sure that they see us. So basically what you're saying here, I mean, you started off and you're talking about being in the right mood for riding. So if you're angry, 
Do you want to go riding? Somebody might say no. I might say yes. Because if you go riding, that wind therapy might cool you down. But you got to understand, when you get on that bike, you're not angry when you ride the bike. Okay? It's the mindset you get on when you ride the bike. So if you're angry and you go to get on your bike, make sure you're not angry when you get on the bike. I think that's what you're talking about, about the mindset, your proper mood. All right? So, and I, I'm only using angry because I'm used to being angry. <laughs> I'm just kidding anyway, but I have been there. So I do have experience and I can talk on it. So the whole idea is not to be angry and get on your bike. And that was just one example. There could be others, even if you're feeling depressed, maybe. I don't know. I'm not going to go into all the negatives because I don't like negative stuff. All right. The whole idea, the whole thought process that Deb just gave you is that when you get on your motorcycle, have a smile on your face. All right. Know that what you, you know, if you're going to get on there for wind, some wind therapy, then let the wind therapy take its course. Make it, make it happen. Get on there with a smile on your face. And I love it when you can get on your bike. And I know, I know when I get on my bike, that's one of the, one of the things I get. And I have this great friend, uh, Jim over there on the hog chapter, Jim Wilder, mm -hmm. shout out to you. How he always says when we went on the, uh, the dragon, uh, how he saw me in his rearview mirror and I had a huge smile. Well, that's true. Um, you know, I'm having a blast when I ride. And that's the great thing about riding is that you get on there and you fall in love with riding. So again, my call to you who have any little inkling, any little thought of riding, take it on. Take on the challenge because it'll be well with your time. Not only will you, will you, will you, Take on this huge accomplishment by riding. Hopefully you fall in love with it. And then what's going to happen is when you fall in love with riding, you're going to be part of a community that's going to fall in love with you. You're going to fall in love with them. Because the motorcycle community, I mean, there are other communities out there. Don't get me wrong. I am just saying that the motorcycle community is a loving, embracing community that watches out from one another, cares for one another, and it's just a fantastic way to be part of this human experience. And who can top that? You're absolutely right. It's a family beyond family, people connected beyond anything else that you could imagine and connections that just last a lifetime. So riding is definitely um, an environment and a community that is just worth taking the adventure on. So we would challenge you to do that. Oh, challenge. 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 You hey, to if anybody takes on the challenge, we want to know about it. Yes, be sure and let us know. Either go out to our Facebook page and comment. Let us know you took on the challenge that you did receive your certification license. You did the ride. You, you know, whatever the case may be, let us know. Hey, here's something I want to know. I've, I've met when we've been out at some biker events, some students that, have been students of yours. Yes. I want you to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you guys. All right. You know, uh, the nice gentleman, I don't remember his name. You know him. Yes. He made some great comments about you and, uh, we just love to hear from you. So, you know, we're not here to really promote our Facebook page a whole lot, but that's the way we communicate. We're on the radio. If you're listening to our podcast, obviously we're on podbean.com and you can look up the Chuck and Deb show. All you have to do is say, Google, look up the Chuck and Deb show. <laughs> or even better, Google Play, play the, the Chuck, Chuck and Deb, Deb Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if it'll work with them twice, so let me try it again with both of us. Not one, both of us. Sorry. Google Play the Chuck and Deb Show podcast. 
So anyway, I say that hoping <laughs> that your phone will listen and the Chuck and Deb show podcast will begin to play. I think we're about out of time here, That's Deb. That's right. We got to think we need up. to leave? No. I mean, time just is a crunch. I want to stay with everybody. I want to hang out. I want to keep this show going. It's so much fun. So we'll be back. But we'll continue it online and we are planning a lot of great things to come. That's right. We're, we're, we're going to work plans. on things that are coming daily. We want you to stay tuned. Yes. Pay attention. Follow our Facebook page. Follow our Twitter page. And share Get it with on. everybody. Not just share we want you to interact let, with let us. We know. want to know about you. Yes, you tell us about you. Us. Talk to us. That's what we want the send most. Send pictures of your motorcycle that's right. to it's us. Mo- just send pictures of who you are. We, that's what we want. We want to interact with you, meet you, know you, get to know you, help you. Anything that we can do, that's what we're interested in doing. So, But we do have a lot of great plans. Keep an eye out on Roku. Keep an eye out on the podcast yes. because things are going to really be changing. We've got a lot of great things coming. we got things in store for you that are in our mind. And again, my name is Chuck. And Deb. And, and thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for tuning in. in to The Chuck and Deb Show. We'll see you again soon. You've been listening to The Chuck and Deb Show. Heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM WWPR. We thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us next week.